My YouTube channel has officially been up now for a year, and as I finally look back at all the content I've made in year one, I noticed quite a bit of Star Wars content. I've talked about the movies, shows, games, news, and whatever else has come across my mind. However, there is one show that I have yet to speak on in great length. That is Andor. I've referred to the show a few times, but I held off on making a video. And that's because I've always struggled with my opinion of the show. It's honestly a good show, I really did like it but I do think it has its flaws. I also am shocked to see some of the opinions out there that people have of the show. A lot of people have said that this is peak Star Wars. I've also heard people say that Tony Gilroy is better at making Star Wars than George Lucas. I mean, wow, really? It's also frustrating to see Disney and Lucasfilm put more care in the Andor compared to other shows that should be more important, such as Kenobi, The Book of Boba, and The Mandalorian. So today, I want to take a look back at the first season of Andor, and I'll explain why I honestly think the show is a bit overrated. The first season of Andor came out back in September of 2022. Tony Gilroy got the nod to write a show that followed Cassian Andor and his story of how he transitioned from a thief to one of the most important spies in the Rebellion. Diego Luna reprised his role as Cassian, and actually, I will start off with a compliment. I was pleased with most of the cast of characters in this show. Some of the new characters like Bix and Vel were nice. It was great to see Saw Guerrero back and played by Forrest Whitaker. ISB agent Dedra Miro was one of my favorite new characters. And then you have Luthen, who I think is one of the best characters in the show. He's my personal favorite. And shout out to Stellan Skarsgård for playing the role so well. And here's the thing, I have never really had any problems with the characters and actors who play them in most content across the franchise. My issues come from the storytelling and the ideas that come from those that call the shots. And that leads me to my first area of issues. Before diving into the show itself, I want to talk about my frustration with how Disney and Lucasfilm have treated this show. Andor received a large budget, and the amount of care that a show like Kenobi and Ahsoka should have received is what Andor got. You know, shows that feature the most important characters and stories in the franchise, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, Ahsoka Tano. Andor has none of these important stories or characters, but it's treated like it's Star Wars gold. Andor automatically got two seasons, 12 episodes in each, and according to The Hollywood Reporter, Andor had a budget of $250 million. The first season was the most expensive Star Wars Disney Plus season ever made so far. Mando Season 1 had a budget of around $100 million. The Book of Boba is reportedly near that number, too. And I've also seen conflicting reports for the Kenobi show. One source claims the cost was $150 million, and another I saw said it was $90 million. But either way, it's still cheaper than Andor. I know common sense tells you that the longer a show is, the more money it needs, but why is Andor more important than Kenobi, Boba, Mando, and Ahsoka? Why did those shows get shorter seasons and smaller episode runtimes? Andor gets two seasons to flesh out its story, meanwhile, every other show is under 10 episodes per season, and we usually rush through things thanks to some episodes being 35 minutes long. And then you have to remember you have to subtract a few minutes for the credits at the end. This is where I get a little petty and hate on Andor way more than I probably should, but stuff like this truly does make me upset with Disney and Lucasfilm. The one nice thing about the money, though, is that it led to the show having stunning visuals, awesome characters and performances, and some interesting themes not usually seen in Star Wars. However, 
The show features a lot of slow-burning moments throughout the show's multiple plot points, and I'm all for shows that feature good dialogue and impactful conversations. You know, a couple of shows I like from HBO Max, for example, watching Game of Thrones and watching The Sopranos, they're known for more than just their battles and shocking character deaths that everybody goes back on YouTube and rewatches compilations of everything. Those shows also feature legendary performances by actors and actresses in conversations and showdowns between characters. And Andor does provide some of these moments, like when Mon Mothma is talking politics and trying to fund a rebellion. There's a handful of characters that give passionate speeches about rebellion, and then there's other characters on the other side of the line promoting order and obedience, you know, pro-Empire. But there comes a point where talking becomes too much, especially in something like Star Wars. Andor is split into four main arcs. You have, in the beginning, Andor escaping Ferrix. Then you have Andor on Aldani planning and doing the heist. Then the third one is Cassian's prison stint and trying to break out of Narkina 5. Lastly, Cassian's return to Ferrix for Marva's funeral and the start of the rebellion. Having four arcs within 12 episodes seems like a lot, and it is. But the slow burn to get to the end of each arc, like the heist and the prison break, for example, just takes too long. Looking back at these main arcs of the first season, I can't help but laugh when I think about all the people who say that this is peak Star Wars, that this is the best storytelling we have ever gotten. This show features stuff that we have seen in Hollywood since the beginning. Watching a heist, a prison break, and the start of a rebellion is nothing new, especially in Star Wars. We've seen numerous examples of rebellion, we've seen characters escape, and we've seen people steal stuff before. None of that is unique to the IP. And I want to go back to the slow buildup for these arcs. It takes three episodes to actually do the heist. It takes another three to actually break out of prison. And it's not that I want them to rush things. It's just tough to hear people say that this is the best show when it doesn't do enough at times to keep your eyes glued to the TV in suspense. There was a lot of time wasted on Andor interacting with the rest of the heist crew at the camp prior to pulling it off. And then they try to build up relationships between Andor and the other prisoners, which then again, don't matter in the long run. The beginning of the show was the one spot where I was truly intrigued at, you know, right from the get-go in what was happening. The show kicks off with a Blade Runner type of vibe as Andor is in a place that features neon lights and heavy rain. Andor is looking for his sister. More on that in a moment. After searching for answers at a bar, Andor gets in a heated confrontation and kills two security officers. It's a quick and early reminder that Andor does not easily fit the hero mold. Those first couple of episodes also feature some flashbacks to when Andor and his sister were kids on Morlana 1. We also get a scene that shows Marva taking Andor home with her under her wing, thus showing the start of her raising him. But these references to his sister and childhood then disappear. We don't see or learn anything else about them, or his sister specifically. Why is this even a thing then? And this leads me to my next point. Star Wars storytelling has been frustrating for a while because the writers always seem to be struggling with how to handle multiple characters and plot points and determining what should matter more than others. The stuff that should matter the least and get the least amount of screen time ends up being front and center. There were some other characters and stories featured in between the slow buildups for the heist and the prison break, like seeing Luthen and Mon Mothma do their stuff while they're navigating through challenges, all while trying to get this rebellion going. We see Mon Mothma struggling to gather support in the Senate. We see her mingling with guests at house parties and even preparing to force her daughter into an arranged marriage for the sake of the rebellion. We see great moments from Luthen as he argues with Saul Guerrera and how the rebellion should be run and eventually sacrificing some of their own people. Luthen's escape from the Empire 
vampire in a ship was a pretty cool scene. And then perhaps the greatest moment in the show comes from Luthen's monologue near the end of the season as he explains what it means to sacrifice for the cause. Luthen and Mon Mothma have cool moments, but they are sprinkled throughout the show, and at times these moments seem much cooler than whatever Cassian's doing. And yes, we see cool stuff when the heist happens and when the prison break finally happens. I'm not saying it's not entertaining, but I can't help but think that there were some missed opportunities. There's a scene where Mon Mothma is openly critical of the Emperor at a Senate meeting, and the Senators are all hovering back into their little sections on whatever those things are called when they're in the Senate chambers. However, wouldn't it be cool if she actually had a standoff with him where they actually were arguing or something? I would have loved to have seen Ian McDermott come back for a quick scene and play the Emperor again. And let me give one other example. When Luthen and Saw are talking about sacrificing Krieger and his crew of 30 men, and then it eventually happens, you know, that's a big deal to allow some of your own people to either be killed or captured by the Empire, and they are eventually deemed expendable. And that's fine, but the point I'm trying to make here is, why can't we get some sort of battle scene of, of them getting attacked? This show had a huge budget. You could throw in a quick action or battle scene of the Empire taking those guys down so we could truly see the consequences of Luthen and Saw determining to let those guys get screwed over. Instead of doing something cool and interesting like that, they dedicate a lot of time to Cyril Karn. I get the purpose for Cyril as he represents the opposite side of rebellion. He believes in order and justice, and that's why he works for the Empire and eventually wants to help Dedra and the Imperial Security Bureau. But instead of making him an impactful character, they feature scenes of him eating cereal and getting humiliated by his mother. Later he turns creepy and basically stalks Dedra, and that stuff turns people off. He could have been a respectable character, but he's just a weirdo that takes up a lot of screen time ultimately. Andor is unique because it is different. There's some elements of storytelling that we don't always see in this franchise. It also provides us with a story from the perspective of people that don't have powers. And that's cool. I was looking forward to something like that with this show. It could have been better, but I could live with a show that doesn't feature the Force and other lore elements of Star Wars. There's so many stories to tell from so many perspectives. But still, Andor should never be the best of Star Wars when it's missing those essential elements that have made Star Wars what it is today. I'm sorry, but Kenobi should have been better. Season 3 of Mando should have been better. Ahsoka should have had the opportunity to have 10 to 12 episodes in its season. I don't know why the beginning of the Galactic Civil War is where Disney and Lucasfilm want to put the greatest amount of care and resources. I don't know why so many fans want this to be the Star Wars of the future. I'm cool with shows like this, but I want more of the lore and mythology explained. Let's create more stories about the Jedi and the Sith. Let's explore the beginning of the ancient religion of the Force and see how people began to choose either the light or dark paths. Let's learn about the rule of two or go back in time when the scary looking Sith were causing issues across the galaxy. That to me is way more interesting than more rebels and stormtroopers. Personally, I hate being negative with this show because there is a lot to like, and I will admit that I am probably being a little petty because I am truthfully jealous that people love this show so much, and I'm jealous that this show turned out to be way more successful and much better than some of the other shows that have come out. And lastly, I just want to thank everyone who has been subscribed and has supported this channel over the past year. I appreciate all the support, and I've had a lot of fun with this channel. If you are new here, welcome. I hope you do decide to check out other content on the channel and consider subscribing. You can also find my content on podcasting platforms. Just Google Analyze This Podcast. You can also find me on X and TikTok, X at Analyze This underscore YT, at TikTok at Analyze This 54 underscore YT. Thanks again, and I hope 2024 is a great year for all of you.